you for leaving reviews and following A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine on all podcast streaming platforms, making it the number one go-to podcast for Black creative, marketing, PR, and tech professionals. Season six of A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine podcast is fueled by Jet. And for our 100th episode, we're chatting with Dalen Gall, president of Jet. Huge thanks to Jet for being an inspiration to podcasters such as myself and amplifying Black voices and narratives since 1951. Well, now that we've shared a dose of Black joy with you, let's turn things up a notch on today's episode of A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine. This is round two. I know, you know, so you are the you are the third guest that is making history, um, you know, because, um, man, you came on the podcast when I was just getting started. I mean, look at me now. Right? Yeah. I'm in a tux. Yeah. Six, so uh, look at you. Look at you. <laughs> Elevation. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, this season, we actually hit 100 episodes. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Can you believe that? You were you were guest wow. number Wow. Wow. That's yeah. huge, man. Kudos to you for just, man, kudos to that. Yeah, listen. I'm glad I, to be a part. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm glad for you to be a part of this. And for those of you all listening, welcome to another episode of A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine. Um, I'm super excited that, you know, this season has been going so well and we've been able to have these um, conversations, I think, particularly between our industry and also the audience that listens. Um, it's just been great to really dial into um, what the makeup of individuals are going beyond just marketing, going beyond the account person that we see them as. And today on the show, I have my good friend, as well as my brother, Alex Tyree, or now, as we can say, R&B Tyree on the show. <laughs> so with that being said, welcome to A Dose of Black Joint Caffeine. How you feeling, man? Oh, I'm feeling great. Thank you for having me again. I do. It's been an honor. And it's, I'm actually really excited for this because... We get a, at least I get a chance to like hear this conversation and then go back to the last conversation we had and just notice either the growth or the expansion or the nuances of, of my life. And so thank you for allowing me to like chronicle that with you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Listen, my honor and I appreciate it. I mean, that was the early beginnings of my vegan journey. Um, I have <laughs> <laughs> I have since turned back the hands of time, but I'm looking forward to hopping back on it. So I appreciate that. All right. But All for right. those of you that are listening, Alex is a music-focused artist, creator, community builder, and curator living for a world that's focused less on what we do or accomplish, but more on how we inspire each other and, and how we inspire each other to feel. And um, I think that that's so important and it definitely shines through a lot of the work, you know, that you that you do, a lot of the music. Um Speaking of music, this is Black Music Month. And so to yeah. that standpoint, if you were only allowed to have the discography of three Black music artists, which three Black music artists would you select? 
Wow, you gonna you ain't gonna warm me up with it like a question is <laughs> you gonna get me in trouble right away. No, oh. it's no trouble. It's no trouble. All off the dump. It's a hey, no can no canceling on this show. Okay. All okay. Off. All right. Um, I I feel like uh, Quincy Jones, um, because I think that covers so much. He he is somebody who represents the black music at its core at its epitome i would i would say quincy is definitely on that list um as just as a producer and all the different artists he's touched i would say prince is in there because prince is just such a he's such a musician's musician all right um you're you moving fast you're moving fast yeah you're moving fast um, man. those are heavy those are heavy bands though and i'm gonna go and throw in um i'm gonna just go in and throw motown I don't. I don't think that's an artist, but okay. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm cheating here. I'm gonna <laughs> say very, I'm just I might be cheating a little bit. But 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 Motown, like, I mean, because I was gonna say Stevie, but then I was like, ah, uh, I just say Stevie. Okay, I'll yeah, say Stevie. But Motown, there's something about Motown and what they created and how they stamped what black music meant to America. Mm -hmm. I think it's just so important and, and, and it's so inspiring to um to delve in that story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, those are three. Listen, those are three big, huge crates. And yes, no canceling on the show. Trust me, I've asked <laughs> a question if it makes you feel any better to every guest on the show this season. So there's been multiple artists that have been shot out, but we know it's it's really, really difficult. But I think it's always interesting. So to that standpoint, during um, the day to day, Alex is a creative and strategy director and also a music curator where he currently helps run Spike Lee's boutique creative ad agency, Spike DDB. And so my question to you, Alex, I've always been fascinated by how you've been able to find this balance between, you know, continuing to pursue your passion and your life's work while also, you know, pursuing things from a corporate level. Um, how have you managed to balance that over time? That's a really great question. And honestly, I don't have the answer, but I will answer it based on my uh, experience right now. And I think yeah. that I've always, I've always been a personality that's curious and creatively curious. And so um, I've been encouraged to, in every, every room that I've entered in um, that has celebrated me has encouraged that. And so yeah. I think that because I have so much confidence in that now that I'm knee deep in my career, um, it gives me that authority and it gives me that um, license to go and, and, and act um, in a way that some might deem like, uh, that's a little audacious or that's a little bit uh, too ambitious. And so um, for me, um, I am currently in my place of my life where I'm about integrating. How do I um not divide or compartmentalize all the things that I am but how do I help them add to each other how do I help them yeah. complement each other and so um I'm grateful for um you know what we're doing at Spike DDB and you know you know we're clearly owned and operated by the great icon Spike Lee and so who he is as an artist mm -hmm. is also what um has helped me take ownership of my own artistry and how do how do I bring that to the agency and how do other talents who express different artists bring that into the agency and the work we do and so I'm really excited at how we've been able to do that and how we're experimenting experimenting with that as well yeah while still being 
um, you know, a, a legitimate agency and a, and a really, really reputable agency. So, um, you know, and examples of that is that I'm really excited about is one of the campaigns we just did with Cadillac, where um, we were able to curate or I was able to help lead and curate um, playlists and uh, the music for the campaign that featured uh -huh. Lucky Day. Oh, um, nice. That also that also told a story of, um, you know, esoterically, but also explicitly of what black music, what black culture, what the black buyer meant to the brand of Cadillac. And so it was this beautiful bridge of like me being this curator, me being deep, knee deep in to, you know, knowing music and finding those connections between the brand and music and, mm -hmm. um, and then being able to tell that story. And so, I get really excited about that because that's what I love to do. And so to me, to anybody who wants to do that, to anybody who, who feels like they have to sort of compartmentalize who they are, I think you're always best served and the company or the brand or uh, the organization is always best served when you can bring all parts of who you are. Maybe not all at once, yeah. but but um, when, when it's needed, it, it, it really, really adds. I love that. Yeah. And also too, like what you said, that's a key part of just like integration, you know, like really not trying to uh, have these things where it's like different sections, but how you can bring that all together. Um, and I think that's also the reason why I'm super excited about your music journey, because yeah. I think at the forefront of who you are, you are a storyteller. So I'm a person where like, I think some of my favorite albums are concept albums. Um, and mm -hmm. I want to know right now through your development of music and different things that you're working on, how are you approaching it? Wow, I mean, I'm 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 so excited to to talk about that, and just so, so thank you for like you know just asking. And you know, I have found you know before I even answer that question, I, I have to bring up the fact that like it wasn't. I think it was like two years ago we had our last podcast conversation, and yeah. and. While I always was an artist, I've always been an artist. I've I didn't realize until maybe two years ago how I was operating as a shadow artist, mm. um, and I wasn't giving myself the allowance or the authority or the freedom to express the artist within me since I was a child. I've been writing music and songs since I was a kid. Um, one of the first songs I ever wrote was like a second grade uh, elementary school hit. It's nah. called, oh, have you brushed your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> and, um, you know, that never stopped. Uh, my brother and I, we have, we have a really amazing relationship and a beautiful music relationship. He's an amazing composer, musician, and we write a lot of, a lot of songs together and produce together. Um, you know, we even went on to um, create like a little local church boy band group with another set of brothers. Both of our names start with A. Um, their names started with E. And so we called ourselves EA Brothers. Nice. We were like a, a mix of like commission and like Black Street. Okay. 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 <laughs> Not as good, but like clearly, <laughs> clearly if you want to just, you know, imagine what type of music we were trying to make at that time. And so when I think about my life's journey, um, music and songwriting and storytelling has always been a part of it. Um, but, you know, I kind of pushed those things down, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that this world can coach you, especially, and especially 
um, black men, I will say too, this world can coach you into denying yourself of expressing the feminine energies that we need to express. And music is one of those. And I think that I was conditioned, especially being in sports, I don't want to blame it on sports, but especially being in sports culture, I was conditioned to believe I have to be absent of that energy if I want to be, you know, successful, or if I want to be competitive, or if I want to be um, a high achiever. And so I've learned as I've grown and, and, and I've grown as an artist, as a person, as a man, how, how to integrate both sides of me um, in order to express the artist that's within me and not feel like I'm denying any of those parts. And so I, I in my music, in my lyrics, and the storytelling, I think you feel part of that. I think you feel, um, you know, some of the metaphorical poetic aspect of who I am. I think you're going to feel some of the universal truths that I, I love to explore. And, you know, it is it is a process. So I don't want to pretend like, um, you know, everything is going to be perfect, but I, I'm learning that it is the process that's also part of the product. Mm -hmm. And so I think showing people the process and, and being a part of platforms that are giving me an opportunity to show people the process of expressing my artistry and coming into this artistry is just as much a part of the art as the music is itself. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. And also, too, I appreciate you being so vulnerable and transparent about some of the stereotypes tied to, you know, I think I think uh, music in general. One thing that I do love about mm. the podcast is I think it opens up the lens on how much progress we haven't made, uh, because for you yeah. to make that statement and that almost being something that was like, you know, holding you back. I think that that shows that there's so much work to be done, whereas it's, yeah. it's not it's not. I think it's even not all the same. I mean, as I even think about R&B Black male singers such as Gibeon, Lucky Day, Jacquees, um, Daniel Caesar, all those are three different Black brothers with distinct styles, you know what I mean, that are completely yeah. different. And so I'm glad that you're not like holding yourself back now because you're just now adding another layer into those tones and into those narratives as well, because, you know, yeah. everyone is different and it really comes down to storytelling. So um, that's interesting. I appreciate you bringing up that perspective. Yeah. Th yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's really exciting to see how we are moving as a, as like a paradigm is shifting um, and where you have that and you gave examples and artists that express that. And, the beautiful thing about the artists is that they they embody um, a truth that all of us want to live, mm -hmm. but they're embodying it and they're they're a vessel for it. And so I I realize like it's not just about me accepting that I might be talented at music or I want to do music. It's about me. How do I embody um, what it is I I want to be yeah. and um, or I say I want to be, and that 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 that, that, that to me needed to happen before I could say oh I want to put music out like yeah. I gotta like <laughs> I gotta fall in love um with just being weird being different being expressive um and that is why when I say R&B Tyree I'm not necessarily just talking about the genre I think that you know the genre has evolved in a lot of ways and is different expressions of it and you know you could say it stands for rhythm and blues and that, that I think that's part of the patina yeah. my life's pattern some days I do feel the rhythm of life some days I very much feel the blues and I'm in my my feels about it but 
another thing that it represents for me is acronym that I gave myself, which is Renaissance No Balance. And I believe that as you constantly, at least for me, at least for my design, there's going to be moments in life where I need to express certain things creatively. This mm -hmm. is my season to express that despite what people say I can't do, despite what criticisms people give and say you're not as talented as this person or the other, this is a season for me to express um, the renaissance that's happening within me. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I almost even want to stop the podcast because I've realized how much you talked, but how have you, I guess, nourished your voice mm -hmm over time or is that something now that you're actually being more mindful of uh when it comes to like the development of your sound and your voice or even taking care of your instrument mm -hmm. oh man these are great, great questions um well I, I because i've sat on the sidelines for so long yeah the positive of that is i've had the opportunity to soak in so much from all the amazing artists that i've been around and musicians that i've been around um i am a i when it comes to music, I'm I'm mostly singer songwriter. Okay. Um, but I've gotten to soak in and and see like, oh, what is this person's process? What is what are they doing? Um, how can I help myself um, to get better? And also taking really amazing feedback. That that is the most difficult part. Um, um, because because when you to be an art to, to to express yourself as an artist or I don't even want to put the label on it. I also am a rather sensitive being, and and I think that's the 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 strength of being someone who 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 creates art and, and music. And so that also means that sometimes when someone's like, "Eh, you need to fix that. You need to fix that." You get sensitive. What Erica Badu say? I'm sensitive yeah. about my shit. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm 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 actually in the process of learning how to take the feedback without making it personal, mm. um, and 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 um and also accepting that what I feel convicted about is what I need to follow and not just what what I need to please the opinions of other people too. It's a balance. That. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely a balance in that. Um, I have to state and ask the obvious question, but you do not have to answer by no means. Is there an EP or an album on the way this year? There's, there is music on the way. Okay. There is music on the way. There is, um, we are working on an album worth of music, but um, I want to just, I want to slow walk people to who yeah. I am as an artist. And I also want to make it feel a little bit more interactive so that I'm not just, I'm not just purging uh, music, but more so giving people a chance to get involved in the process with me. And so um, we're working on, yeah, we're working on a few releases this <laughs> summer. Yeah. I thought I was going to get an exclusive for the pod. <laughs> but no, I think, I think that that's, I think it's really beautiful, especially when you think about just the industry that we work in, knowing how we have to move, the fact that you are able to take your time with this and really make sure, you know, that it's right. I think that that's really, really crucial. So, um, so no pressure. That's just me being greedy, wanting to, wanting to hear yeah. vibes. But speaking of vibes, I think in the meantime, I know that you have curated um, a space, all pun intended, and also playlist called space that really gives people a peek into uh, your ear. Can you talk a little bit about space to the people listening? 
Yeah, yeah. Space or feel the space is the sort of umbrella of, of our organization and community. And we started three and a half years ago. Wow. And we started with an we started with an intent to really allow people to reconnect to the experience of music that I felt had gotten cheapened. And I think that we look at music as like an additive thing or a way to distract us, but it is it is my heart's uh, understanding that like we are musical beings. Yeah. And, and and instead of like looking at something as like, oh, we got music playing while we're eating, how can we center this experience of 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 the artist and come together and allow it allow us to unite um, in that way? And so um, the, the blend of music and meditation, we've cre- curated so many amazing experiences in and around um, in New York and, and, and around New York City, um, between Manhattan and Brooklyn. And we, uh, we're expanding, man. I'm really, really excited. We, we just uh, did an amazing a spring experience in New York. Um, we're about to do a summer launch experience coming up in a few weeks. And uh, we're looking to expand to different cities nice. um, in the near, near future. So um, fill the space, tap in, please. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I love I love what you're doing and also what you're building because I do feel like sometimes the music experience has been a little cheapened to your point, you know, about just how mm-hmm. you take it in. But what I like about what Alex is doing, and I, I'm pretty sure I know you have, I think and I would hope that now, by now you have some more people, you know, helping you. So shout out to them, anybody involved. Well, at least mm-hmm. the artists involved for sure is that mm-hmm. um, it is intimate. I think that you allow room to have conversations between these different songs. And also too, there's this, there is this like acoustic uh, element and feeling to what you're doing to where, you know, in a yeah. world auto-tune and loud vibrations and you, 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 you know, it's not <laughs> I, I like a little trap song every now and then. Don't get me wrong. It's just nice to really be able to create that space. So kudos to you and your team. Thank you so much. And, and I always, I think it's important to, to rem- for, at least for me, when I speak about favorite space, I, I like to speak about the dualities of what it means, right? Like we, we, it is, it is, it is so key for us to get back to the feeling, our feeling nature. And mm-hmm. that's what we're about, right? Like I want to provoke like we talked about in my bio. I want to provoke feeling, not so much about philosophy. Um, and music is the best tool to do that. And so Fill the Space has the esoteric kind of understanding of like, how do you feel that inner space within you? Yeah. Um, and and you and coming to our experiences, you would definitely have that opportunity. But also, how do we work with um, partners and organizations who actually hold physical space? Mm. And, and how do we help people experience um space in a, in a whole new way and i think that that that's particularly black and brown people like we want to enter in spaces and we have entered in spaces that you know you know like we've we we started in a a brooklyn a, like a 10 million dollar brooklyn mansion wow you know that, that was the very first experience we had and i'm not, I'm not saying that the boast i'm saying it to say that it was so beautiful to see black and brown people be in a space that they may may consciously or unconsciously not felt normal in, mm-hmm. but be be in there in a way where they felt like they can it's theirs and they belong there and be fully yourself. Yeah. And so 
that's what we want to continue to do. And we've been able to be grateful. I'm grateful that we've been able to do. And so, yeah, yeah. It's a lot there, but yeah. No, definitely. I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're excited too. What's the best way that people can learn more about these events and or is there an email, you know, that people can sign up for? Like, what's the best way to learn more about space, uh, particularly for any of my listeners that are based in New York? And I know you mentioned you're expanding, but how can people find out more? Yeah, absolutely. Please uh, visit us at feelthe.space. Um, you can subscribe by email if you just simply just want to join um, or, you know, get received invites and updates um, of what we got going on in New York City. We're, we're New York City focused right now, um, but we are just having discussions about going to other markets. And if you are in another market and you are absolutely curious and interested, um, you can also go to our website, send us an um go to our contact information and send us a message and uh, we can see the possibilities of, of us bringing something to your city. I love that. You know, everything that you have just mentioned or that you said, I feel like has really been rooted in culture. I've recently been reading this book for the culture by my good friend, Marcus Collins. And I think to that standpoint, mm -hmm. it's making me realize all the things that were actually missing in culture. If you had to give a dose of anything to the culture and for the culture, what would you like to give the culture a dose of? Man, I love that. First of all, shout out to Marcus Collins. As you, yes. as I do, you know, I was a part of the Marcus Graham Project. Marcus Collins was such a, he came to speak to us. I was so, I was inspired by you, I do, but I was very inspired by Marcus Collins. So shout out to him. Um, but I would, I would like to say for me, and I'm experiencing this right now, I think I would love the culture. I, I'm ex very excited for a day when we can allow for nuance. As someone who, and let me be specific here. As someone who, you know, practices meditation and is into having a wellness practice, um, a lot of times people are like, oh, you do that, so you can't be this. You do that, so you can't do that. And I, I'm very kind of, I've grown very tired of us putting each other in boxes. Yeah, I think that yeah. we have evolved as a society and as a culture to where we need to allow nuance for everyone to be fully who they are. And um, I, I just, I, I'm looking for a day when we can do that. No, yeah, I understand that. That's, that is 100. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like um, it's, it's, um, it's like toxic accountability. <laughs> yeah. You know, of really kind of forcing other people. But that is a that is a great point of just like all the different facets of who people are, what they're doing. Um, okay, so we'll take that. A dose of nuance. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we all deserve it because we're all very co complex beings. And we're all yes, we all have similar patterns and there's generalities, but you know, if we are willing to just look a little bit deeper and you know, lift the veil up a little bit, you understand that like, yo, like this person was not one way. Mm -hmm. We decided to create one narrative about this person and only accept them for that narrative. Yeah. But hey, there's a lot more to that person. I love that. So, yeah. There's a lot more to it. And a lot, <laughs> and a lot more of the, the makeup of who we are, you know, like that foundation. Yes. Or, um, yeah. Foundation, you used to be a cross country runner or track runner? 
No, not basketball. I play basketball. Basketball. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. Because I know you mentioned sports, so I wasn't sure what sport, but that had me thinking, was that really kind mm -hmm. of the early beginnings of your meditation practice without you realizing it? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I think I think in a, in, in ways, yes, because I I remember like in high school and you know, we'd have a big game and I'd I'd be so ready, mentally so ready, and um physically my body would like shut down. Mm. Um and so I I'd never forget this game where I, you know, it was a really big game. I, I was my family came to see it. It was for the conference um, championship. And uh, as much energy that I had to perform, as soon as the game got started, like, it was like my body shut down. Like, I, I, anxiety took over. Mm. And I didn't have an explanation for it. I think I might have scored one point. I had more turnovers than I had points. And... You know, when you're young like that, you don't necessarily have the tools or have the understanding of why things are happening. Yep. But I realized is that as I got older and when I got into meditation, it gave so much explanation what I actually needed in those moments is I needed to understand how to breathe properly. I needed to understand how to be more conscious right. of my breath, how to give myself a reset in those moments. And being a part of a sport teaches you that. You know, it's it's not all meditation isn't always just sitting at a, on a mat or sitting cross-legged. Sometimes it's just literally taking a moment to give yourself conscious breath. Yeah. And having that that realization and awareness can take you so far, even in sports. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think like like you said, I think it all goes back down to how all these things come together. And I was thinking about that for, you know, most athletes or people that play sports because it requires a, a level of focus that you have to have. And I was like, I wonder where yeah. the, those worlds come together. I mean, obviously, we know Kobe had the mumba, men, you know, mentality uh, into that. Yeah. That's like the highest level of meditation, even though he had people that, you know, taught him for sure. But um, that's, yeah. that's, no. It is it is very much um, a sport. Um, it, it's an art as much as it is a sport. And, yeah. you know, you brought up Kobe. Kobe was a very, very much a supporter of meditation. Mm -hmm. um, Michael Jordan, which they were both trained by. They had the same awesome. meditation coach who I actually have to, I have to shout out to my, good friend Kenji, who's also an understudy of that same meditation yes. coach. And he's now sort of taken, taken his pathway. So it's like, um, when I look at that lineage, I'm like, I'm grateful to be within that, that community and that have that like sort of six degrees of separation. Absolutely. And you all make sure that you go back and listen to that episode because Kenji is on the season this season. So, um, Oh yeah, there we go. To, uh, yeah. We're excited to dive into that episode. Well, you have reached the point of the podcast where I love to, you know, ask the guests if you had to select um, three building blocks to build your foundation moving forward. I think you already built a foundation right now. What word would you put on each one of those building blocks to continue to move forward? Hmm. Mm. I, I would say... Um... feel okay i think the brief on life the brief the simple brief on life especially in a world of ai i think we have to understand that we have to come back to our feeling nature 
Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and I think that's the brief that I've always given myself is like, when you don't know something, listen to what your heart is telling, what your gut is telling you. And I think that that is, is, is really important. I know we live in a very like rational, intellectual society. And I'm not saying be absent of that. I'm saying integrate. So that might be my second pillar. Feel, integrate. <laughs> integrate with what you what your feelings and emotions are telling you. They're not necessarily always instructions. They, they, they might just clearly be information. But mm-hmm. a lot of times we ignore that information and that, that gets us in trouble and we only focus on the rational mind. And so um, to me, I feel like what's happening in society today is there's a... There's a balance of both. Yeah. And so uh, the last thing I would say is love. love. But love love can be confusing, right? Love is confusing because we, we, we we're confused on what exactly it is, you know? But today I was reminded um, one of the ways that you can show love to you and to others and yourself is by fully showing up all of who you are. That means the parts that you don't like, the parts that you might like, the parts that you hate, the parts that you enjoy. Give yourself the opportunity to be all of that. And that to me, even at the risk of being misunderstood, is radical love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. Well, you all have heard it here first from R&B Tyree. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And um, thank you so much for, you know, being a part of this journey. As I mentioned, Alex was on the pilot season. Um, I cannot say too much about it, but, um, you know, I love this audience and the people that come and listen and, you know, I, I can't say too much, but we may be on a podcast network pretty soon. So, Woo! Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's a blessing and I appreciate you being, you know, being there from the early ride. So, um, anything you'd like to leave the people with? Man, I would just like to say I'm honored. I might have said it already, but I'm gonna say it again. I'm honored to be a part of this process with you. I do, I do with such an like he is one of the individuals that the things that I'm speaking about has has helped free me. And I think that when you are being yourself, it helps other people feel free to be themselves as well. So thank you. I do. Um and uh look out for uh more stuff from from me musically. Right now I'm on TV. Yes. Bravo, I can say that. I'm on a Bravo TV show called Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Um, so if you do watch the TV, you can watch that. If you're interested in the music that we got coming out, follow me on social media. Um, we'll be sharing more there and definitely tap in with Feel the Space, our music community. I love that. We will be tapped into all those things and looking forward to uh, what you produce. And um, yeah, that first song, my notifications will certainly be on and make sure that your notifications are on as well. As always, thank you all so much for tuning in. Be safe, drink a ton of water, and remember that you deserve a dose of Black joy and caffeine. Until next time, I'm Adu. Black joy and caffeine with my dude